Welcome back, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. I think America's like a sleeping giant, and I think it's beginning to wake up, and I want to help with the awakening so that it survives. All creepily got your friggin' nose all up in everybody's hair. Now, I personally don't like him. I think the guy's a complete moron. Now's the time to stand up for yourself and stand up for what you believe in. You don't go from a bartender to a congresswoman. It's just so dumb. <laughs> measured and unrevealing he basically just said that he was disappointed in the verdict um but what do you what are your thoughts on his statement because i i guess it's, it's like i said it's characteristic of him but i also wanted to hear a little bit more from him just a little bit more spice so um, amanda i i think that i've stressed this before john durham is telling a larger story here I don't think he's going to lose any sleep over the fact that Michael Sussman was acquitted. The trial afforded him an opportunity to paint a picture about an effort by the Clinton campaign to spread disinformation on two tracks. Number one, the Alpha Bank narrative. Number two, the Steele dossier. And, um, and that that was intentional. And so there's a... Um, this... This narrative that he wants to paint is important to his responsibility uh, to, to tell that entire story to the American people. Um, whether or not somebody is, is charged and, and acquitted in this thing, in the end, isn't going to matter. I also think that part of his strategy in, in introducing a lot of information that some people might think was superfluous to the case met that goal so that it would be more difficult for the uh, current Department of Justice under uh, the Biden presidency to, um, to excuse him, to, to, to tell him that his services are no longer needed. I think there's enough information out there that's intriguing to the American people that they're going to want to see the whole story told here. All right. As you just heard, and I'm sure you've seen on the news, not that it's a big surprise, Sussman was found not guilty of anything, and he's not going to face any penalties for lying to the FBI. Big surprise there. Uh, one of the jurors did say that there's a lot bigger things going on in society right now than worrying about who lied to the FBI. I got a serious problem with that one. Um, also, if you've been following the trial at all, you know that you had Clinton donors on the jury, and you also had some link to family members between the judge and the jury and and whatever. It, it, it was a mess. DC's a swamp. It's always going to be a swamp. The biggest problem is this trial was held in the swamp. So you have all these people who are all in bed together um, deciding the fate of one of their fellow dirtbags. Uh, when I saw the verdict, my initial response was shocker. <laughs> I mean, was anybody really that surprised? I don't think anybody was. At least I wasn't. Um, I also felt a little disheartened because it's just further proof that we're living in a two-tier justice system where they can do these things on the top and there is no ramifications for them. But if you did it here on the bottom, oh, it's, it's going to be hammer time. You know, I, I true doubt that uh, if you lied to the FBI uh, that you'd get buried for it, and that's absolutely true. If any of us actually did what Sussman was being accused of doing, uh, we would definitely face prison time. You're not going to lie to the FBI and get away with it. But if you're good buddies with uh, Clinton or anybody that's surrounding them or anybody with the Democratic Party and you happen to live in D.C. or you're in D.C. in the swamp, 
you get a free pass. You don't have to face the same penalties that we face. And so that two-tier justice system is the most disheartening thing about the trial. Now, you guys all know that I watch Glenn Beck, and I listen to Glenn Beck quite a bit. Uh, I do like him. He is, uh, he's a bit of an uh, alarmist and a, a doomsdayer, <laughs> but he's very good. His, his information is unbelievably accurate. So I, I do like him because what he tells you is the truth. He just worries more, and I think a lot of times he probably, I would say as far as what you expect from society, He's not as positive with it as somebody like myself. Like a lot of the things that he thinks are going to happen, I don't necessarily think are going to happen because I believe in people more than that. And I think that uh, people will wake up, see what's happening, and hit the brakes on everything. Uh, he's probably not as confident as I am. He's been around longer than me, but that's just where our opinions vary. Anyways, listening to Glenn Beck, he did do a uh, episode for his podcast with Bill Barr, who's a dirtbag. Just F, just in case. Um, doesn't matter whether he's a dirtbag or not. you got to listen to what these people have to say because they do have insight and there is uh, some knowledge you can gain from listening to conversations they're having with other people. In the conversation that he was having with Glenn Beck, the topic of Hillary Clinton was brought up uh, because Hillary Clinton, if you, you know, like I said, if you followed the trial, you knew that during the trial, Hillary Clinton knew that this was bad information that she was passing along to the FBI. She's not that stupid. I don't pick her. I don't peg her as a stupid woman. Okay, uh, conniving, evil, uh, egocentric, just dirtbag all day, every day. There it is. As far as being stupid, I don't think she's stupid. Uh, that being said. When she got the information regarding Trump, the information that the FBI dismissed within a couple of hours, she knew it was fake. Uh, and we went over in a previous episode the difference between misinformation and disinformation. Misinformation is thinking something's real, making an honest mistake, passing it along, thinking it's real, and then it's debunked. Okay, I screwed up. It wasn't real. I probably should have looked into it a little more. Disinformation is knowing that it's not real, and you pass it along anyways for a purpose. And her purpose, obviously, was for political gain. She wanted to be the president of the United States. She's been chasing that job her entire career, and she probably could taste the victory in what was about to happen. She created this narrative. She tried to really damage Trump before the 2016 presidential elections. Didn't work out for her, so there it is. So anyways, the conversation's being had between Barr and uh, Glenn Beck. Excuse me, I got something in my eye if you're watching the video there. Um, is Hillary going to face any type of penalty for what she's done. And, and in Barr, the short answer from Barr was no. And big, again, wow, really big surprise. Nothing's going to happen to Hillary. Has anything ever happened to that family? I mean, what more could they possibly do? And nothing, go, no, nothing ever happens. Uh, husband's on Jeffrey Epstein's island. Husband's accused, Bill Clinton's accused of, I don't even know, uh, but raping and, and uh, molesting women, how many times? Nothing happened. He's in the White House cheating on his wife. Again, nothing happened. You know, there's, there is so much around that family that is not correct that they, they should have been tagged a long time ago, but it never happens. So if you were expecting something to happen here, and I'm probably repeating myself because if you've listened to me for any amount of time, you know that I have no faith 
that anything's going to happen to Hillary. I pretty much feel like what's about to happen to Hillary is what I expect to happen. Nothing. She's going to get to play again another day, do another dirty trick, and she'll probably get away with that one too. Um, He said, even though what she did was damaging to the country and with our uh, overseas relationships around the world, you know, she's not going to face any real penalties for it. Uh, So with the opening uh, audio you heard or video, if you're watching, when he says that Durham wanted to tell a bigger story, well, congratulations. You told a story that we all already know. We know that these people do these things. We know that these people are never held accountable for these things. So what did you really gain? Uh, do you think anybody in, in, in uh, Washington is any more afraid today than they were uh, yesterday? You think that they're worried that next time they do something dirty or evil that they're going to get tagged for it? Nobody's worried about that. They don't care about that. It went as planned. He went up there, did what he knew he was wrong. He knew the jury was stacked in his favor and he got away with it. So Hillary, you know, Glenn Beck and talking to Barr, if you listen to the whole interview, it's a good interview. You know, Barr has a lot of interesting things to say. I don't really trust Barr either because I think in the end Barr played kind of dirty. But uh, Barr more or less told the truth there. Is Hillary going to really face any penalties for what she did? And the answer is absolutely no. No, she won't. So again, they get away with something else. You know, it's, uh, it's disheartening. It's hard to see. It's hard to watch. But it is expected. So next time around, when you hear any of these people that are going, just know chances are they're not going to face any penalties for what they did. Don't get your hopes up. Yeah, it's sad to say that, but I wouldn't get my hopes up there. Uh, Biden, since we're going to change subjects now, Biden, uh, he looks like more and more people are abandoning ship from his administration. He's losing more people out of there. And I think that a lot of that's due to I can only imagine the amount of pressure that these people are under day to day because of the decline of the United States. I can only imagine the questions that these people face every day when the cost of groceries on average are up by 40 or 50%, when the cost of gas is, my God, uh, we just hit it. It seems like every other day we hit a new high. The gas has never been this high. Uh, Then you have the president. Oh, I don't even like calling him that. But then you have Biden coming out and uh, saying stupid things and his, it, it, well, his administration saying stupid things and they're blaming first gas prices. They were just blaming it on, you know, it's just part of inflation and it's to be expected. Then it was, oh, we're going to blame it on Ukraine and Putin and we're going to blame it on OPEC for not wanting to pr- uh, provide more oil. They're going to point the finger at everybody else except themselves because what Biden signed in his first week in office where he stopped all of the federal leases, where he cut the, the oil lines off, all of that with less production, that's not the problem, of course, right? No, it's everybody else. Well, his latest, if you've been paying attention and you watch it all, he is blaming you. <laughs> You're to blame now. Why? Because Americans don't want to stop driving their vehicles. (laughs) In a statement that was made, they alluded to it is our fault that the gas prices are so high right now. And we're the ones that are taking the blame. I don't, I can't even imagine how out of touch with reality these people are. Do they realize in the center of the country and in most small towns around the country, it doesn't even matter. 
you have some towns where the closest grocery store is 30 minutes away. How would you like them to get their food if they don't jump in a car and go get it? You want them to ride a bicycle? Isn't that what, uh, isn't that what Sneaky Pete was uh, trying to tell everybody to do? Go ride your bicycle? I don't know if you remember that video where he was caught driving a car and then they got out of the car and he got on the bike about a mile from work and rode it in and he got caught looking like a, like a, like a fool? Yeah, okay. Well, how far do they expect people, an average American, how far do they expect you to ride on a bike? How are you going to pick up groceries? Let's say your grocery store is a 10-minute drive away. Okay, and a 10-minute drive is probably a 30-minute bike ride. You get your food and you get your meats and you get your frozen items. Items, And then on your way back, most of that is going to melt. You'll be lucky if your meat doesn't spoil, especially in the summer months when it is as hot as it can be. Okay? In the winter months, you may not even be able to get there at all because depending on where you live in the country, you might be snowed in. And it's, it's not like they're going out of their way to clear all the sidewalks and everything else. I mean, people do that, but in these small towns, they don't have budgets for that. So how are you supposed to get there? You ride, in, oh, then, go, you know what? There we go. Go ride in the road. There, yeah, ride in the street, get run over. <laughs> yeah, more t- the fatality rate will go up even higher. Yeah. This administration has no answers. So they're playing the blame game right now, and they've run out of people to blame, so now they're just going to turn the blame on you, the American people. That's what they do. Joe Biden's administration is looking to get absolutely hammered in this coming up election in November. I hope that they do. I hope a loud and clear message is sent to this administration that we're not going to tolerate this anymore. We're not going to take this anymore. We know you guys are the ones to blame. These are self-inflicted wounds, and it all needs to end now. It needs to end in November. We need to regain control of the House. We need to regain control of the Senate so we can stop some of this madness. And then in 2024, we need to retain the House, retain the Senate, and win the presidency. And then that way, you'll have somebody that's in the White House that has some sense, and he'll start producing more uh, energy and gas prices. You watch, they will plummet. All of a sudden, we'll be back to $2 a gallon. I know it seems so far away, but we were at $2 a gallon when uh, this idiot took the, took the office. Okay, you were, it was only 18 months ago. It wasn't like, oh, it's been trending up and well, we haven't seen $2 a gallon gas in 25 years. And then it's okay, well, you expect that then, I guess. You know, it's slowly crept up over time. People have gotten used to the price and it just is what it is. No, 18 months ago, it started jumping as soon as he got in the White House. Same with inflation because he keeps spending money. And the sad thing is people don't know basic economics anymore. And since people don't understand how the economy is supposed to run, they don't understand that the reason that the, that the economy is in the situation it is in is because they're spending too much money. So this should be getting hammered. It should be hammer time um, come November. And I hope that it is. Something stupid that the Biden administration is doing right now is... Uh, Joe Biden creates the Office of Environmental Justice, or the uh, OEJ, for communities of color. <laughs> it's, 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 these are some of my favorite articles because they are so ridiculous and so out of touch with any type of reality. It, you just don't even know how to address them sometimes. But we're going to address them here. I can assure you that. Uh, what has been said 
by the Department of Health and Human Services. The OEJ will be reporting to them. The blunt truth is that many communities across our nation, particularly low-income communities and communities of color, continue to bear the brunt of pollution from industrial development, poor land use decisions, transportation, and trade uh, corridors. Uh, be, uh, Jesus. You know, one thing, if you're new to the me, if uh, you're just watching this and all of my old listeners know this, I I have this uncanny ability to butcher everyone's name. So please, if you hear a name and I'm saying it wrong, understand, I don't discriminate. I mess everybody's name up. Okay, so I'm probably going to mess this one up. But B, uh, B. Sierra said in a press release, meeting the needs of these communities require our focused attention. That's why the HHS is establishing the Office of Environmental Justice. By creating this new office and prioritizing environmental justice at the HHS, Secretary uh, Bersiera is undertaking a type of bold industrial reform that is desperately needed to deliver clean air and clean water for all communities. Today's, today's announcement is a key step towards confronting environmental justices uh, injustices, excuse me, in all of its heartbreaking forms with the full force of the uh, commitment of the federal government. Okay. <laughs> Where to begin? <laughs> Let me start with, I know that low income areas generally are not the cleanest. Uh, uh, they're more poverty stricken. But one thing I do know about those areas and you can check it yourself across the United States. Why don't you check who they're run by and who they've been run by for probably decades? Let's start there because I guarantee you, once you do just a little bit of digging, just, just apply yourself just a hair, you're going to find out that 90% of these communities are democratically run and have been democratically run for decades because Democrats don't know how to run an economy. They know how to enrich themselves. They certainly know how to talk a good game and play politics, and they know how to rowdy people up and get people upset about uh, issues that aren't even an issue, but they don't know how to run anything. If this presidency isn't a perfect example of that, obviously they don't even know how to run the country anymore. Okay, Maybe at one point in time they might have, but as of right now, they can't even do that. So with that being said... Not only are they democratically run, so there's no money being put into them. A lot of the reasons that they're in such a deplorable uh, condition beyond that is these are older communities and there are more forgotten communities. It's not necessarily that they're industrialized. At this point in time, isn't anywhere, everywhere industrialized? Oh, no, wait. Yes, that's right. You know what they'll say if I say that? Oh, the suburbs. Yeah, the people that live out in the suburbs. Yeah, but the people that live out in the suburbs chose to go live out that way and they commute in. These areas are generally by the main cities and in blue strongholds that have not been funded and not had not been kept up. As far as clean drinking water, that's a damn lie. As far as clean air, what's the difference in the air if you got your local ghetto? Okay. Because that's what we're talking about here. Let's just call it what is. They're talking about the ghetto. So if you got your local ghetto, 
Is the air any different in your ghetto than 10 blocks north or 10 blocks south or whichever direction you're coming from where it's considered not the ghetto? You think the air is any different? I mean, come on, people. Use some, please, use the brain God gave you. Okay, that's that lump three feet above your rear. <laughs> Hopefully some of you will catch that reference. Anyways, yes. Do you think the drinking water is different in the ghetto than the drinking water you're drinking if you're anywhere around that ghetto? Because I guarantee you it's all being supplied from the same place. So everything they're telling you is a lie. What they want you to believe is that climate affects localities. Not an overall effect of the whole globe or the whole state or the whole city. No, 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 no. We're talking about small towns. Oh, that one particular town, the climate change all over that, man. <laughs> it sounds a lot like coronavirus, right? When you go into a restaurant, remember, every idiot that walked in with a mask, and oh yes, if you wore a mask, you are an idiot. I'm sorry to tell you that, but it is what it is. Uh, if you were wearing a mask and you're walking into a restaurant, you felt that you were safe because you had to wear that mask walking into a restaurant. But when you sat down at your table, that virus was so smart, that aerosol that's flying around was so smart that it knew not to get you at your table. You're not using your brain. <laughs> Therefore, you're an idiot. Okay? If you think that climate change works that way, I am sorry to tell you, but natural selection will probably eventually take you out. <laughs> because uh, you're not using your God-given gift of having your own mind to think for yourself. And that's just as real as it gets. So please, pay attention. This OEJ is just another way to try to dump money into poorly run areas. They're going to pull more federal funding, dump them into these areas to try to beautify them just a little bit, just to satisfy everybody so that they can pat themselves on the back and say, look, look what we did. Now that now it don't look so bad there no more. And the air, oh, the air is so much better because we shut down all those pesky factories. I, I mean, I'm in Florida. As far as big factories go, dumping smog and all that crap into the air, I don't see it. It ain't here. We don't have factories like that here. I would say in most places you don't have big factories like that. Maybe up in the blue states, up in New York, up in New Jersey, up in those states. Maybe you have areas like that where they're slumping and glumping. And then, yes, I would say that you do need to take care of that. But I find even that hard to believe because with the amount of rules and regulations that we have here in the United States, I don't see how you'd get away with that anyways. Most places, if something's coming out of a stack, it's got to have all types of filtration before it comes out of the stack. They don't just let you blow that into the air raw. Okay, <laughs> There's all kinds of regulations that would actually prevent you from doing that. So, again, another control method and another way to try to gain funding for themselves, do a little bit of beautification in what they want, but then ultimately that funding is going to go to their leftist causes because that's what this is ultimately going to be about. I've never seen climate hit one particular area, this 10-block area. The climate affected only it. That's it. Man, if you live there, the climate's terrible. But if you go 10 blocks up, man, you're good. Air's good, water's good. You're <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Okay. It's all so... Very dumb. Yes, it is. All right. That about wraps it up for me today. If you like what you're hearing, hearing please rate and review me. Uh, I don't know how the rating system works anymore. I got to be honest with you. Uh, I was rating, I was charting, let's say, uh, with Apple the other day. 
And I think if you're a fellow podcaster, you know how this works. There are certain times a year that you don't download as hard as you do other times a year. Since I've been doing this now long enough to have at least some history on it and understanding, uh, my downloads tend to look like they slump in the same months that they slumped in before. So people are probably busy and doing living their lives and they want to detach a little bit, which is fantastic. Um, and I'm in one year. Well, I'm in, I would say probably most people are in one of those slumps right now. So I, I'm not downloading, downloading, excuse me, as hard as I was last month or even the month before that, where it was really hot and going and I wasn't charting at all. But now that I'm on a more of a downswing, which is the same time it did it last year. And for the next couple months, it's like that. Then it starts looping back up. Um, I don't know how I made it to the charts. <laughs> I didn't get any reviews. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, I don't know. So I don't know how their whole system algorithm, I, I don't know what the hell it does, but for other people to see so they can read, get a rating and a review and read what you honestly think about it, please rate and review me. It would help out. If you'd like to follow me, I am most active on Truth Social. You can get me at The Real Little Joe. If you'd like to check out any videos that I do, uh, YouTube is Little Joe CC. Uh, Rumble is Little Joe's Conservative Corner. I am on Facebook for now. We've already talked about that and high potential that I'll be leaving Facebook. It, it's just not my thing. But Facebook and Parlor, if you catch me on there, Facebook, I'm at Little Joe's Conservative Corner. Parlor, I'm at The Real Little Joe. I usually just put an attachment to the latest episode for people to check out. But, yeah, you know, I'll be on that. I don't do a whole lot with them. So. Remember, tomorrow's Friday. You're going to get your fun fat fact from me because I am fat and I always got a story to tell on a Friday. So we'll have a little fun with that. And next week, Monday, as long as all goes well, I should be interviewing Farmer Drew. And uh, that will be Monday's episode. So next week, Monday, that should be a very interesting episode with Farmer Drew because we're going to go over probably some things that you don't know about farming and not. And beyond that, what the federal government is probably doing to the farmers right now that you may or may not be aware of. So that will be good. Beyond that, have a blessed day. We will do it again tomorrow.